Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I'm joined as always by G. Hay Wiley, Armani Buckets, and Brandon Deutsch. How are we doing? You know, I knew that... I knew that the Avalanche weren't going to completely sweep, but I was really, really hoping at least it would be competitive last night. So a little disappointed in last night's game, but, you know, good good for you, Tampa. Good, yeah. get, make, way to get that W. It makes sense because they were just blown out the game before. And, you know, let them get their win. I don't think they get another one. Maybe one more, but I, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm trying to catch up on the NBA draft stuff, and it's just every year consistently – Around this time, I get so confused because... Well, you can read my article, Less Confused. <laughs> good point, good point. <laughs> All right, with that said, let's get to today's headlines brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Millions and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Hit it, G8. A possible Kyrie Irving trade continues to be the biggest story in the NBA with everyone in LA debating if the Lakers should trade a package of Russell Westbrook, two first round draft picks in 2027 and 2029, and maybe Taylor Horton Tucker for Kyrie Irving to make one more run at a championship. After a day to digest the news, Irving may want to leave Brooklyn. What do you guys think about Kyrie living in L.A.? Listen, I like it, but uh, you know, the more that, that I think about it, the least likely it appears to me. A lot of it has to do with, A, um, how dependable will Kyrie be? It's always something with him, and if he's not going to play, what's the point? The the, the big thing, though, and I've, and I've talked to a few people, um, those two draft picks, I mean, the fact that the Lakers with LeBron, with Anthony Davis, all, are already in the lottery— this team does not want to part with two future first-round picks and Taylor and Horton Tucker. And by the way, people have to remember, Taylor Horton Tucker is 21 years old. He's essentially, if you want to say, like a first... I mean, that's basically three first-round picks. So I don't think that they make the trade... This is a, a trade that will be talked about. Why? Because we don't have a ton of t- stuff to talk about right now. I don't think it happens, though. You know, I'm leaning more towards that it could, and, and it's for two reasons. Brooklyn's obviously not happy with Kyrie Irving. Not many teams are going to be willing to take Kyrie Irving and you know his drama on. Lakers are only one of those teams. I am completely confused by the two first-rounders for... I mean, this is not going to be a two-team trade. If it happens, I made a TikTok on this yesterday. This is not a two-team trade. A third team will likely have to get involved because the Nets, if they if they don't want Westbrook, maybe they get the Hornets involved, who are still interested in Westbrook, right? And then they get a Rozier 
THT and a future first round pick from the Lakers. The Lakers will not give up two first round yeah, picks unless, I, it, unless it's for Bradley Beal. They're not going to give up two for Kyrie Irving unless Rob Palenka, you know, <laughs> hit his head this morning. I don't know. Like, you don't give up two first round picks for a guy that makes you, you know, better, of course. I mean, because he can actually play basketball and like Westbrook anymore. But like, you know, it's not like Kyrie Irving's going to push the needle and win you a championship. Like, they'll be better. They'll probably be a top five seed in the Western Conference. But like, they're already going to be a top seven seed in my mind, even with Westbrook, if you just have a healthy AD and, and a healthy LeBron, right? So, yeah. like, I don't get it, but a third team's going to have to be involved, especially if the Hornets, they don't want to be, they don't want to have Terry Rozier's four-year $96 million contract extension. Yeah. Rozier is a guy that would fit in perfectly in Brooklyn. He's a scorer. Um, you know, he's shown efforts on the defensive end, especially in Boston, not in Charlotte as much. Not the best defender. You know, Brooklyn's not going to play good defense unless, I mean, they should be better because Ben Simmons, if he finds out how to play basketball again, he'll be back. Um but, you know, THD, I mean, I don't know if Brooklyn wants Westbrook. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? The, the one thing about him is it's the, the like, it's like it's like the expiring contract portion of it. It would have been impossible to trade him a year ago. Yeah. Uh, just because he had like one more year. At the trade deadline, I could see them, you know, flipping him for something because, the, you know, no one wants him for, a, you know, more than this year. But Arash, it wasn't impossible a year ago because the Lakers traded that for was him. Right. Yeah. right? I, I was thinking that about that when he said that. I was the like, trade <laughs> deadline I meant. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I still can't believe it's been one year. It's been less than a year since they made one of the worst trades I in know. team history. 360, baby. Um, oh, man, what an awful nickname. Uh, no, but then another team that you could look to get involved here is the uh, Indiana Pacers. They yeah. want to part ways with Brogdon and Heald's long-term contracts. Those are guys that could fit in in Brooklyn right away, and they would take on Westbrook's conspiring for a year. The only thing with that is, yeah, he would sell tickets, but does he take away the ball from Tyrese Halliburton, right, who is their franchise player? This would make sense all around. I think it's more likely than people think that Kyrie is traded to the Lakers, but a third team would need to get involved, and Brooklyn would probably be more interested with a Brogdon and a Buddy Heald alongside KD and Simmons and a future first-round pick, send THT and uh, Westbrook to Indiana. That's definitely a possibility. I think this is more likely than people give it credit for. Um, a couple thoughts. First of all, I think that when we look at it from the Brooklyn perspective, we have no idea if Kyrie leaves what direction the team wants to go towards. I think realistically, without, with or without Kyrie Irving, they can't really contend for a championship. So at that point, do you basically shop Kevin Durant and tank? Because that seems like the logical route to a championship, even though that's not the route that you would want to take, obviously. With that being said, what what trade package from these teams gets you there? Because if you're adding Buddy Heald, if you're adding Malcolm Brogdon, you're also kind of in the same position you were in last season. Same thing with the Rogier thing, which with Charlotte, he's on a four-year deal. I just don't see how they would want to add that contract. And then when you talk about Westbrook to the Pacers, Rick Carlisle has a reputation for not really get al getting along with hard-headed players. Mm -hmm. And I think that that would make it a really, really rough fit with Russell No, Westbrook, but he'd fit in with D'Antoni and Charlotte. I think Charlotte has to that be the one, third team, right? Because I could see that. 
Yeah, because then Rogier, they get that contract off their hands. They get Westbrook, especially. Well, this is if D'Antoni doesn't walk out on MJ for being a backup, you know, to Kenny Atkinson. Talk what about what happened there? Did did they want to pick his staff, or did they not pay him enough? Or no, he there... wanted to stay in Golden State. I know that, but like, why? Why you don't want to be like a head he coach? Probably in the league? saw Miles. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I'm not I mean, going to say you, what I was about to say. Do you think that Steve Kerr could be saying, "Hey, listen, I've won four championships. Maybe I win one more." Yes. And then I, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think Kenny Atkinson is thinking long term like maybe yeah. he's the head coach of the Jordan Poole led Warriors yeah. in Kuminga in like four or five years like that's probably like I would rather have that than be a, like a fringe play in team yeah. with LaMelo Ball you know and I don't know if LaMelo Ball is an extremely hard worker Kenny Atkinson loves hard workers like he's a player development coach I don't know like I don't know LaMelo Ball I don't know what I've heard yeah. but maybe that's a thing too does do Miles Bridges and LaMelo Ball will they listen to Kenny Atkinson yeah, that's, that's something that maybe like the Warriors players have definitely proven to listen like Jordan Poole stayed in the Bay Area to work on his game the last three seasons and look what happened Kuminga's going to do the same this offseason so that's definitely and it's not looking good for Charlotte this is this no. is not looking good for Charlotte right here yeah. so let's think about the three destinations for Kyrie Lakers Clippers Knicks right yeah which situation lets you have the best chance at winning next year for Brooklyn for Brooklyn um Lakers because the the Lakers are really the only team that would give them a first round pick along with everything and THT so is that assuming that the, the, the third, third team, team is involved is, like Charlotte you okay, get Rozier right you're in Knicks like who are you getting Cam Reddish the, like, what, the what, Knicks what do you mean? one is like, a complete like yeah, you're, you're and the Clippers aren't getting him they're not going to want him the Clippers I, one doesn't make a, a ton of sense I to honestly me. think this is a crazy statement like people might think I'm crazy because league sources say otherwise but I think the Lakers are the only team out of the 30 NBA teams that want Kyrie Irving that I, I think they're so the only one. Yeah. So I, I think that. he there's like a I wouldn't say a seventy percent chance, but I think it's fifty fifty that he could end up in a Lakers uniform. Yeah, I, I mean, can even see sixty forty. On you know, that one. like it's more likely, and people, everyone's like, because everyone's like, oh, Lakers fans, they, oh, Jason Tatum, we're getting Dame, we're getting Jason Tatum, we're, we're getting Zion, Lamelo in five years. Like people think we're like like Laker fans, and I say we because I grew up a diehard Laker fan. Obviously, I care a lot about the organization. People think you know Laker fans are delusional. This here is something that could happen. It <laughs> usually plays out, and I one hundred percent agree with you. You know, because yeah, they, they, you know, <laughs> they superimpose the jersey on on you know Carmelo and Russell Westbrook and. Anthony Davis and LeBron and it's like check 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 like it's it's happened so except Kawhi we wanted Kawhi I know I Kawhi know. screwed Kawhi. the Lakers <laughs> Jesus I'll never forgive Kawhi we didn't get any that. we won Sorry. the championship the next year but we could have gotten so many better role players oh my God. if Kawhi hadn't let us on yeah Jeez, it's like it's like it's, I mean he saw the future of your franchise and how, how downward hill it's going right now I'm just kidding <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well moving on a, another possibility for the Lakers package of Russell Westbrook two first round uh, picks and Taylor Horton Tucker is Bradley Beal Vada currently puts the Lakers at plus 600 behind the Celtics at plus 300, Trailblazers at plus 400, and the Heat at plus 500 in, in acquiring Beal. If the Lakers were able to make that trade for Beal, guys, uh, where would you put them <laughs> as championship contenders? Number one. Season? Listen, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to our young friend here because he believes, listen, you, you missed this yesterday. He said that if they make this trade, this is a greater big three than the Heat big three. With Bosch, Wade, With and Bosch, LeBron. Wade, yeah. And I don't think it's even close. Beal's the perfect player alongside <laughs> LeBron. Just listen, listen, hear me out for a second. Beal's the, I mean, it's not going to happen, right? Because 
Look, Washington should consider it because the Lakers could suck in 2027 and 2029. By the way, yeah, that's a, this is a um, massive haul. People don't understand. Two yeah, first-round picks but and THT is 21 years is, old. The only thing is it's 27 and 29, I so know, the but Wizards, like, but like long-term. You're, you're the Washington Wizards. Yeah, like I agree with you, Arash, and I'm gonna I'm posting a TikTok like right after the show about this, and people are going to say, oh, like you're crazy. <laughs> I literally say in my TikTok, don't, you know, don't call me crazy. Yes, there are probably better immediate options for a Bradley Beal, like a Tyler Hero, you know, from from Miami or a package like around that or, you know, teams that will offer them a 23rd first, 23 first round pick and next year's coveted draft with Victor Wembaya and all those guys um, or a 24 or a 25 like that accelerates the rebuild if they truly do want to move on from Bradley Beal. But the Lakers one, I personally, if I'm the Wizards GM and this, this, you know, people, I could get a lot of crap for this. I'd accept that. Yeah. You get two future unprotected firsts when Anthony Davis will be 35, 36, yes. and he's dealt with injuries in the past. You're not, LeBron's not going to be on the team. Kyrie or Westbrook sure as heck isn't going to be on the team unless the Lakers somehow get a Jason Tatum or a Zion Williamson. And the way the league is going, I think those superstars are staying. Maybe LaMelo Ball is the only one that would be interested in the Lakers. But after what they did to Lonzo, I don't know. So, like, to me, if I'm the Wizards, if I get THT, Russ on an expiring, Russ was great in Washington, right? So, this is what I'm trying to figure out. Can, it, like, can you just forget about what he did here? It was a bad fit here. He led them to the postseason ah, the exactly. year before. So, that's what I'm saying. I mean, can you... And like, he got Bradley Beal 30 points per game. Let's t- talk about this. Can you, like, as a GM, just say, hey, listen, bad fit in Los Angeles, didn't fit no. here. No. No, no, no. But Armand, but so like he's, Armand he's, before he's you say, he's had this career where he's one of know, the best but players, it's like, and like you're, 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 like he can become. I think a good this is more again. about this is more about what the Spurs used to do. No one wants to gift the Lakers a championship. I think this is kind of what it's about. But if you think like logically, if I'm Washington, I make this deal. And yes, the Lakers would by far be the best team in the league. I don't think it's close. Beal's the perfect fit around LeBron. Anthony Davis is the second most or the first most talented player that's ever played alongside LeBron, other than Wade. You know, but Wade was getting older at the time. Like when Davis is healthy, he's the best two-way player in the league besides Giannis interiorly. And then Beal can shoot lights out with a guy like LeBron passing in him, right? Yeah. So like for me, that's better than Bosch. Bosch was getting older. Wade was getting older. LeBron is was a beast, obviously. And yeah, that's big. That's a great big three. That was like the first one. But we're all talking about hypotheticals. Beal is likely not coming to the LA just on the fact that no one wants to gift LA a championship. I like that trade idea a lot, actually, because Washington compared to Brooklyn. If they were to move off of those star players, Washington would have a clear direction, which is Victor. That would be their direction. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his last name yet. I'm sorry. Wem- Wemben, 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 yeah, because they'd be the worst team in the league next yes, year. They correct. get Victor, and then they have 27 and 29. If I'm Washington, look, I actually think this could happen. It's gonna be about like it's gonna be about whether. I, look, there's a 20% chance, and it's all pride. If you want to set away the pride, and the Washington GM is like, fine, let's see if the Lakers give them whatever they want. They're going to suck in three years anyways, right? They could go win a championship. Who cares? We're going to win like five with Victor Wembea in yeah. like 20s. I would do it. I know it's like based on people hate the Lakers. See, Other GMs GM, don't like Rob Palinka. So there's it's a like, GM that may not do it because he may not be there in 27 and 29. But if I'm like an executive saying, hey, well, hold up. Rob Palink is the GM of the Lakers. They don't know what they're doing. That's going to be too no really. To Rob Palinka. Well, yeah, well, we no, want our listen. trust. We want him to do well, but <laughs> no. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, 
around the league. They don't like not, him. Exactly. He's so, not liked. So if I'm an executive I mean, with Johnson Washington, called him a snake. I step in and say, no, 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 we, we, we want those two first-round picks. And again, THT... The way that I view him at 21 years old, that's essentially like a first-round pick this year. So, you know, yeah. again, three first-round picks and a guy on an expiring contract who was a really good player a year And then from there, ago. you get rid of Porzingis' contract, exactly. too. And then you let Kuzma, THT, you know, Ben Mathurin, who you're probably going to get at 10, or like one of those guys, like A.J. Griffin from Duke. One of those guys you'll get at 10, right? Yeah. Dyson Daniels. And you just kind of roll with it and suck next year. Who cares? And the thing about the Wizards is they saw firsthand all the reports about Westbrook in Washington was great teammate, mm-hmm. good um, good leader, helped out the young guys. So you can justify it if you're the Wizards. Whereas on expiring, team, and he'd on sell 10%. Expiring. Yeah. And so it's not like they're going to win. the one team that's like, okay, like, like we actually know him. Yeah. We saw this. Like, we'll we'll, we'll forget about what happened in Los Angeles. Also, I mean, yeah. Also, like if like let's like say all the all the Twitter trolls that hate the Lakers that are gonna probably be on my TikTok, like saying you're crazy, blah blah blah, for saying the Wizards should like accept this. Tyler Hero, they're gonna have to pay Tyler Hero if yeah. they get him next summer, right? On a rookie max extension, right? They're gonna have to pay like immediate pay. Like this is the best option. I don't care what anyone says logically, it's the best option option yeah go tank and then hope that you know you can turn the franchise around that way i love that option the Kyrie one still it's it's about it's more for me about brooklyn like where do they want to go because if they want to tank it seems like maybe even the knicks but like you said brandon dude, i i really think Kyrie is either going to be in a nets or a lakers yeah. uniform there is no other team yeah I, that in my opinion that will have for sure contract. not the clippers that that makes no sense no, to no me. sense yeah. Wait, no why? sense why because Lawrence Frank and Jerry because West. Because they have a top five defense when they go next year. They don't want Kyrie fit? Irving. And Just, where's he going to fit? That's a point. And they have Reggie, bro. The Reggie Jackson rule. I, I mean, you you really want Kyrie over... Uh, I, I get... Here's the thing. I get the... I get the on the court premise. I get the fact... He's a beast. He's a baller. I'm not taking that away from him. But like all that off court stuff... The, the Clippers are not about that life. Yeah. They're not. There's ab- always something with Kyrie, right? I mean, there's just always something. There is, unfortunately. It's always just, can he be healthy? Can he be well, healthy? Well, that's the other that's thing, the too. Major thi- that's the major it, thing with Kyrie. Like, it's either, can he be healthy, or, like, is he going to pick a reason why he's not there? And listen, Kyrie, when he wants to be, is one of, the, in my view, one of the top 10 players in the league. But he hasn't been in quite some time because he's not there. Whether he's hurt, whether he's choosing not to play, it's, it's so... For me, the Lakers kind of want to do something like that because they're in they're they're in a position where they kind of have to. They're in a tough spot right now. The Clippers are not in a tough spot. The Clippers, Correct. in my view, are one of the top four teams in the league right now. Correct. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're not desperate. They're to, not desperate. To make that move. Exactly, exactly. But it would be really fun to see those three. <laughs> I agree. Hey, as a Laker fan, I would give up our first round picks for fifty years for Bradley Beal. Like we're gonna win a championship if we get Bradley. No one's Beal. higher on Bradley Beal <laughs> than Brandon. Than you, yeah. yeah. With yeah. LeBron, he averaged thirty points per game with so Westbrook. They passing are down. plus two thousand right now. Let's just say they they do that deal: two future firsts, THT and Westbrook. Do they move up? They're not past the Warriors, are they? Yeah, they are. Not oh in Vegas. God, There's no are, way in LeBron Vegas. LeBron is Stefan's father. LeBron is Stefan's father. He put up 56 <laughs> points against that championship team. Yes, they didn't have like Draymond Green playing in that game, and that's huge. But he put up 56 points against Steph Curry I think and beat the beat their you know what, and that team won the championship. Three-way tie: Lakers, Clippers, Warriors. Three-way. The Clippers are not going to be held, bro. The Clippers. 
I I probably see a unicorn before the Clippers win the championship. I hate to say it. Like I I think they're the they're the best like roster in the league right now. But something's gonna happen. Some always does. You know. That's I fair. mean, it's the same with your Lakers. Oh, but you say that to our 17 rings. Highest in the NBA. Oh say it to our 17 rings. 17 how many, how many rings? <laughs> Get off the 17 rings. Get off your it's 17 about, rings. it's about history. How many, how many, how many no, championships not, the Clippers won? Today. It's about today. Yeah, it you still have zero today. rings. It doesn't today matter. you have zero rings. Tomorrow you have zero rings. In a year you have zero rings. Congratulations. You know what? This industry, this industry isn't about participation medals. This is about championships. You know what? It's, it's about what have you done for me lately as right now. Yeah, and Kawhi sitting in the Ritz Carlton doing nothing. And so is LeBron right now. No, he's not. He's hustling. He's grinding. He was in New York with Kevin Love. Stop. Stop. Um, Well, okay. We only have a minute left, but um, I'm going to go to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, The two-time defending championships beat the Colorado Avalanche 6-2 Monday night um, in Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Finals. The the victory two nights after suffering the most lopsided loss in the team's playoff history trimmed Tampa Bay's serious deficit to to 2-1 and breathed hope in the team's quest to become the first franchise in nearly 40 years to win three consecutive NHL titles. Tampa Bay came back from a 2-0 hole to win the Eastern Conference. Can they do it again, guys, with one minute left? Jihei, you you tell us. I mean, you saw them come back 2-0 against New York. You did see it. You did say it would be a gentleman sweep. I do think that's what happens. They they won their one. They are not going to win the entire thing. Absolutely. I totally 100% agree with you. It'll be a gentleman sweep. Congratulations, Tampa Bay. Party in that rain. Enjoy that one win. Maybe two, maybe. But that that's that's. I think that just them going home for game three was huge for them. I think they needed that. And yeah, gentlemen, yeah. sweep. Bring it, Colorado. You are due. You exactly. Are due. Let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be joined by our good friend, the sports god Dave Smith. When we return right here on the Mighty Year 1090 in Southern California, the Fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with 12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or a comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Los Angeles, Vegas, or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. Let's go out now to the Circa Sports guest hotline. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor Pro Football Contest are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircaSports.com for details and here he is the sports god dave smith dave how are you 
I'm good, Arash. What's up? Not much, uh, Dave. Uh, we had the conclusion of the finals. Steph Curry closed out a pretty historic season winning most valuable player. And now there's talk, Dave, that he is a uh, one of the top 10 players of all time and perhaps in the conversation for best point guard. Dave, your thoughts? I think absolutely you have to put him there with four world championships now. And uh, how about uh, the way he comes through in the clutch and he plays so great in big games throughout his career, especially uh, playoff and finals games. Uh, I definitely, I, I think he's a crack the top 10 here, Arash, and maybe, uh, maybe top five if he wins another one or two. That's uh, uh, the, the, the greatness of Steph Curry and the way he performs in the clutch is unbelievable. And, uh, well, I, God, what, what do you think? You, you got in the top ten of Rasa? I just put a list together the other day, and uh, uh, you're going to have to take someone really, really great off that list to put him on. Yeah, I mean, we had talked about this on the show. I have him in the top ten. I have him in the, like, seven, eight, nine range. And mm-hmm. to, to your point, Dave, I mean, he's not done yet. I mean, if he wins one more, two more, then he begins to move up into that top five. Um, and, Dave, speaking of point guards, <laughs> we were talking about this in the first segment. Kyrie! Kyrie Irving, there's always something uh, with him, it seems like. He yeah. may be on the move. He's looking to maybe leave Brooklyn. Uh, there, there's talk about the Lakers, the Knicks, the Clippers. Dave, listen, we know the situation with the Lakers. They, they are in a, a tough spot right here. But can Kyrie help them? Uh, oh, absolutely, I think he can. If you can somehow make a Russell Westbrook deal, uh, you might have to throw in a draft pick. Uh, I would make that deal in a heartbeat yeah. on the Lakers. He's already won one world championship with LeBron, and uh, uh, you know what you're getting with LeBron, uh, with, uh, with with Kyrie, but well, he, he's a big upgrade, especially on this roster over LeBron James. And But, but first, he'll have to opt out of that last year of $36.5 million in his contract. And I would imagine at this point, Arash, uh, uh, do you think anybody's willing to give him that four-year extension for four or five-year extension for forty million dollars a year after he misses about half the time the last three years? Uh, I don't think anybody is going to step up and give him that kind of money. So if the Lakers can somehow make a, a Westbrook for Irving deal, I do that one in a heartbeat. One hundred percent. And listen, if there's a way, if you're Brooklyn, that you can get a first-round pick for him plus Russell Westbrook expiring contract. That would be a deal that they would have to make. But, uh, Dave, one more thing uh, for you, for me, before we uh, open it up to the group. Friday, Dave, I'm going to be at the Canelo Triple G press conference. It's the beginning of their their tour. They're going to be in Los Angeles, New York, as they head for that big fight. The trilogy, Dave, we, we, we were hoping for this fight. Like, a lot sooner than we're going to get it, but at least we're going to have it. Your thoughts on that fight? Well, that's interesting, you know, and uh, I, I think Triple G won the first two fights. So, in my opinion, he's already beaten him twice, especially the first time. That was, uh, he got robbed in the first fight, second one a little bit closer. Now it's up at 168. I, I think you'd have to favor Canelo a little bit, but still, I'm going to go with Triple G here in the third fight. I think he's beaten him twice, and why not a third time? And I know I'm in a minority here, Arash. I've always thought Canelo was a little bit overrated. Dude. I never had him uh, number one in the world pound for pound. I think we have to. You know, the elephant in the room, we got to talk about the PED situation yeah. where he tested positive after the first Triple G fight. And how long has that been going on? Is it still going on with Canelo? I think that's a, something we have to ask. But I thought he lost both fights to Triple G. He lost the Mayweather fight. Uh, he just lost to uh, Dimitri Bivol. And uh, I thought he lost to Arislan Lara. So uh, in my book, he's got five losses, not two. Yeah, there's, yeah, for sure. 
Uh, Dave, what, one, one more thing uh, for you with the, the Dodgers. I mean, there's been some struggles there. You got Mookie Betts is hurt. Walker Bueller is out for perhaps the majority of the season. Kershaw, I mean, listen, they, they're, they're fine. I mean, like in terms of, you know, they're, they're, they're the, the uh, top team right now in the West, although the Padres are right there. Your thoughts on them? Uh, well, I like the Dodgers. I picked them to go to the World Series before the season started. But you're right. With, with Betts and Bueller out, that's going to be two, uh, two blows. But I, I still like the Dodgers. I still think they have more depth and they've got better players uh, than anybody else in the National League. Uh, so I'm still going with the Dodgers, but uh, a little bit of trepidation here with the injuries. Yeah, I have a couple questions, Dave, for you. It's Brandon Deutsch here. I wanted to ask about the Angels first. Uh, they know how to beat yeah. Seattle, I guess. That's one thing they have going for them. But after we spoke last time, they lost 14 straight. And then, because uh, I wasn't here uh, the last time you were on. Um, and then, look, now they lost to the Kansas City Royals. Chris Bubik had an 8.5 ERA going into the game. He only gave up two runs. He dominated that lineup besides Taylor Ward. Mike Trout and Shohei each had a hit, but no one else in the lineup can really hit. Cindergaard struggled. He always gets into trouble later in the innings, sometimes right in the beginning, too, as we saw yesterday with the home run. What does this team go for here? They really need these wins, right, against Kansas City, against Seattle coming this week, against the bad teams, because they sure as heck can't beat the good teams, right, Dave? Well, absolutely. I remember last time I was on, uh, I, I told you guys, I don't believe in this Angels team. I think they were, uh, what, 10, 11 over 500 and, uh, and tied for first place with Houston. And since then, they had that 14 game losing streak. And of course, the curse of the sports god I put on them has everything to do with this. You know, <laughs> and ever since I put that curse on, they haven't been to the playoffs or won a playoff game. So, but I, in, in all seriousness, they, every year you look at this roster and you think they should be a lot better than they are with, with Otani and Mike Trout, the best player in baseball. And, uh, and they never have enough pitching, though. And, it, boy, this team just seems like they're cursed over the years. And, you know, and the, not, not only talking about the curse that I put on them, but a 33 and 37 here and they're 10 games out, out of first place. And even though they're taking an extra wild card team this year, I think they're five and a half games out then. So, and it always seems to be a shortage of starting pitching with this team. And, boy, have, can you ever remember a team who signed this many big-name players to contracts that busted out, like Albert Pujols and, and uh, Josh Hamilton and, uh, and, and Justin Upton and, uh, and C.J. Wilson and now Anthony Rendon, who's out for the year hurt? Every big contract they signed guys to outside of Mike Trout have been complete busts. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Dave. I think they got a lot of work to do. They're probably going to pick up an arm at the deadline because they really, this is a do-or-die year. They need to make the playoffs this year. If they don't, everyone's gone. Otani doesn't re-sign. You know, then they think of, you know, possibly trading Trout for a hall of prospects. I mean, this is, I know that sounds like crazy. That's a radical idea, but they really need, this yeah. is their year to win. They they went all in on Cindergard, gave him 21 million, which I thought was a bad deal considering he was coming off of injuries and doesn't have his velocity anymore. Not saying velocity yeah. solely matters, but this is a win year. They need to make the playoffs this year. They need to for the organization. Otherwise, stuff is going to look very different for the Angels next year. Uh, also, well, Dave, looking like they're not looking like they're not going to make the playoffs either. By the way, yeah. Trout made a big mistake restarting. I know it's four hundred and thirty million, but he could have gotten that from some somebody else and been with a good organization to be playing in the postseason every year. I think you know with the hire of Perry Minashian, he wants to um, get the prospects better within the organization, the farm system, right? 
why not trade Trout for a Hall of Prospects? I know it sounds crazy and it's a ludicrous idea, but really the best organizations in baseball, the Rays, the Dodgers, you know, the Yankees buy players, but, uh, you know, the Dodgers, the Yankees, I mean, the Dodgers, the Rays, right? All good farm systems, right? Yeah, absolutely. But is Tampa Bay willing to take on what, 10 years left in his deal at $430 million. Not, not every franchise is going to take that contract yeah. on as great as he is here. So that would probably limit it to the Yankees, the Red Sox, uh, maybe his hometown, or the team he grew up cheering for in South uh, Jersey, the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, that eliminates a lot of team, that contract he has. 100%. So we'll see what happens there. Dave, I wanted to ask you about the San Francisco 49ers. We do a lot of Rams talk on this on this show, but I like to put in my 49ers. They're going to be pretty good. Trey Lance is going to make some mistakes early on if he is the starting quarterback. That is, if Jimmy does not stay on the team and start, that's also a possibility. He's bound to make some mistakes early on in the season. Who knows? But do you like the upside of this team? They got Ward in free agency to play corner. That was a huge hole they had. They got better in my opinion, Trent Williams is coming back. He doesn't really have much time left either. Is this a win-now team, even with, you know, kind of a... Not really a rookie quarterback, because he played two games, but sort of a rookie quarterback in Trey Lance? Well, I'm a lifelong 49ers fan uh, as well, so I- I'm with you on this one, but I don't know if it's win-now with a young guy. What, what is Trey Lance, 21, 22 years old? They're going to have to wait for him maybe to develop a little bit, but I like him. Uh, I-, I like the pick at the time. I, I liked him coming out of college, and and I, I think the, the key word you just put in is if he's the starting quarterback, because I'm also a fan of Jimmy G. I know I'm in the minority here, and a lot of 49 Niners fans want him gone and don't like him, but the guy's a winner. When you look at his record in games that he started throughout his NFL career, and, and it, it's tremendous. I think we lost uh, Dave real quick. We will call him um, right back. Uh, but yeah, listen, I mean, Dave Smith, big San Francisco fan. Uh, we we're calling Dave right now. We're Sorry, Dave. <laughs> no, yeah. Here we go. They, did, they didn't like the San Francisco talk. Yeah, the Rams fans hung up on you in here, man. Sorry about that, Dave. Wow. I know it was a rock. I know this. Guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bandwagoner Rams fan over here, Ross Marcosi. Kidding. Uh, but but going but going on with your uh, going going on with the uh, the uh, okay. talk. Sorry, continue on. Sorry. Okay, and uh, Jimmy Jimmy G, the guy's a winner. Uh, I, I'm a fan of his, and uh, you look at his record; is tremendous as a starting quarterback. And they were just a play or two for making the Super Bowl last year after he took the Niners to the Super Bowl three years ago. So uh, I imagine he's probably going to be traded. Maybe to uh, who knows? Maybe to Seattle. Uh, uh, or, uh, but uh, I think he's going to have to be cut by the 49ers to go to Seattle because they would never trade him within the division. But I don't know. Do, 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 you, do you think that the 49ers are, are going to cut Jimmy G? And I, and I think that's what a lot of teams are waiting for. They're going to think that they can get him without giving up anything. And they're trying to force the Niners' hand and thinking they're not going to want to pay that $25 million this year for him to be a backup quarterback. I also think they have team control over Debo for this year. Obviously, he wants the extension. That can only happen oh, yeah. That can only happen when Jimmy G's contract is off the books, right? The Niners are kind of playing that game, you know, the push and pull kind of game. They're going to they're gonna go in. They said they're fine going into the season 
with Jimmy G on the roster. They'd have the best backup Me in the too. league if he was, right, if he's not the starter. But I kind of get the feeling, you know, everyone's saying Trey Lance is going to start within the Niners camp um, in the sources that work there. But I would not be surprised if Jimmy starts the first five games of the season to raise his trade value. I really, you know, they want to see from the shoulder injury um, how he plays. And he's a winner. I'm with you, Dave. I mean, NFC Championship twice, Super Bowl once. They would have won the Super Bowl this year had Tart got that interception. They would have beat the Bengals. I don't think there's any denying that, right? So, but again, luck goes both ways. We barely won that Packers game. That was luck going in our way, right? So you knew the Rams would get some luck there. And the Rams never beat us, so I mean, in the season. So it's hilarious that they were able to win one game and it was the biggest game of the season. But I really do like the upside of this team. But Debo, that's gonna his happiness, right? Yep. With Jimmy G on the roster, they cannot give him that money. They can't. The money he wants, right? He needs to be off the roster. It's going to be interesting to see these next couple months. Dave, I wanted to ask you one more thing. Going back to basketball, Bradley Beal. I know this is a this is a dream for Lakers fans. Obviously, they would have to give Westbrook two future unprotected first round picks. By the way, the only ones they have left, twenty seven and twenty nine and Taylor Horton Tucker. We were saying this in the first segment. If I'm Washington, the the only reason why Washington wouldn't consider this trade is because of the pride they have against the Lakers. They don't want the Lakers to win a championship, right? That would be the only reason. Because for me, if I'd accept that trade if I'm Washington's GM, and here's why. The Lakers will likely be terrible in 27 and 29 with Anthony Davis being 35 or 36 if he's still on the roster, unless they get free agents, which is always a possibility, right? You got to think about that. Those could be first overall picks. You get Westbrook, who flourished in Washington for one year on an expiring to sell tickets. You suck. You take Victor Wimbaya out of France, who's arguably the best prospect in 10 years in next year's NBA draft. I think this makes a lot of sense. Instead of, you know, if Beal really wants to be out trading for Tyler Hero, who only has one more year of team control, you'd have to extend him next offseason. Who do you get? You know what I'm saying? So I think Washington should consider this, and this would be a win-win for both, because I think the Lakers would be the best team in the league if they got Bradley Beal to pair with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. What do you think here, Dave? Well, that is a dream scenario there, and I think the Lakers would be, you know, right up there as one of the championship favorites if they could pull that thing off. Uh, To me, uh, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like enough if I'm Washington. I already got rid of Westbrook once with the year before last, but, you know, some of the points you make, it's an expiring contract at $47 million, which would create a lot of cap space for them. Number one's in 2027 and 2029. I know that's a long way off, but who knows uh, uh, how good the Lakers will be. And you might be right. The Lakers might not be any good at that point, although they are the Lakers and will probably rebuild at that point. And Taylor Horton Tucker, I would have said maybe a year ago, but he was so disappointing last year. I'm not sure. But then again, you know, when you look at the guys that move on from the Lakers, uh, Kuzma was really good last year with, with Washington. And uh, how about the way Brandon Ingram has developed into an all-star, one oh, of the man, top yeah. players in the league? With the Orleans Pelicans, so uh, yeah, Timlin, who knows? Horton Tucker might develop into a really good player. Uh, well, if you can talk Washington into that one, I think I would do it because Beal is what only twenty-eight years old right now, and and the Lakers need a shooting guard like that. That that's a great trade for the Lakers. I think it's honestly more possible than people give the Lakers credit for. Everyone like thinks Laker fans are delusional, thinking you know, oh, we're going to get Jason Tatum, we're going to get this player. But this is definitely if you give up two future unprotected picks, like the Kings ransom, basically, because we don't know how good the Lakers are going to be. If I'm Washington, I'm doing it. I think this is more likely, unless there's pride involved and they don't want to gift the Lakers a championship. The San Antonio thing—that's what they, you know, San Antonio never used to want to trade with the Lakers. Probably still doesn't. 
teams kind of see the Lakers as the public enemy number one. That's always been the case. They're always in the media. They're the team most talked about, whether they're bad or good. And I think right here, the issue is a lot of other GMs don't love Rob Palenka. From what I've heard, I don't know if this is true. This is just from the sources I've heard. And they don't want to gift the Lakers a championship. I think that would be the only two reasons to not accept a deal like that. Well, and you are absolutely correct. There's a lot of teams around the league that said we're not going to help them. They've already won enough championships. They're tied with the Celtics, I think, with 17 each for most championships in NBA history. And we're not going to do anything to help them get better. And giving them Bradley Beal puts them in in position maybe to get another one here. And and by the way, I want to ask you and Arash this. I did some research the other day. You know, the NBA became the NBA in 1949, I believe. In 1948, the NBL which was the, the league right before it became the NBA. The Lakers won the championship that year, the Minneapolis Lakers. So I count that one. Doesn't that give the Lakers 18, they got 18. now? That, we'll, we'll, that's right. And they'll have 19 if we get Beal. We'll have 19 if we get Beal. They really we're should. We're the Celtics now. Yeah. I, I'm counting 18, Arash. That one should count. Uh, 100%. If you're, you know, if, if Jeannie or Linda or Kurt's out there and you're tuning into our show today, come on. Claim that title. Claim your championship. Typical Laker fan. Absolutely. That counts. Dave. That counts. And then the Celtics baby. fans. You should see all the Celtics fans I text. Oh, my gosh. They're the most annoying fans in the world. They think Bill Russell's better than Kobe. They have him like two all time. Better than LeBron. That's what they all say. And they also, they love this. It was in Minneapolis. It was in Minneapolis. Those championships don't count. So no oh, championships. Just because just because that racist city's been there since the beginning of the NBA. Like, they have 17 in one city that that counts. Like, Come on now. Lakers run the NBA, Dave. We all know it. They do. They should love the Lakers. They should love Magic for taking Lonzo Ball over Jason Tatum. Yeah. We gifted them Jason Tatum. And by the way, what an insult and a slap in the face to the great Minneapolis. They are part of this Lakers franchise. I've never understood. At, at At Staples Center, there's one banner up there with all five of the Minneapolis Lakers championship. There should be one banner for each championship. What's What's up with that? Well, that, that, to me, that's disrespectful. To I agree with you. And maybe I went too far. The Celtics, I mean, Boston isn't a racist city, but they've been, it is. Okay. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to give it, you know, I'll say it, of, is. it is. Okay. I don't want to hurt our Boston Celtics fans, uh, you know, that are listening because they're infested everywhere around. They, they infect cities, you know. With their ugly, disgusting well, think, green <laughs> uniforms, leprechauns I running think, by around. The way, most most people would have Russell over Kobe. Unfortunately, I think most people who follow basketball on their top ten list. Uh, really? I not, but with the eleven championships and the greatest. Okay, in okay. NBA this history. is. But come on, I mean, you had the best team in the league by far. It wasn't just Russell. You had Sam Jones, Bob Cousy, Havlicek. I mean, the only other team that was good was Elgin Baylor and you know and Jerry West. Well, there were some other good teams around as well at the time, but I, you think how many do they win without Russell? Those eleven, not many. Not, exactly. not many. Yeah, he. No, no, I'm with you. He's in my top ten. He's in my top ten, but I don't have yes, him over Kobe. Definitely. I mean, they have him over LeBron. These Celtics fans, they're delusional. Talk about Lakers yeah, fans being have, delusional. You don't have those eleven rings without that guy. Of course not. But of yeah, you don't not. have any rings without. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, the Lakers. They don't have seventeen without Magic ever being drafted. Of course, like. It, you know, like that's just what happens. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he he changed the game defensively uh, in the NBA. There's never 100%. been anybody like Bill Russell before. He complete. He's kind of like Steph Curry has changed offense, and Magic Johnson changed the point guard position. And uh, you know, the, those game changers are, are that's why they're all time great players. And by the way, 
This town, my mom was from Boston. This sounds like her and I going at it over the years. <laughs> she sat in front of the television set and shared for the Celtics with Celtics gear on, and I was a Lakers fan. We had to be in separate rooms when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, that would have made divided. me sick. Yeah. A house divided. <laughs> awesome. Dave, you're the best. We look forward to doing this next Tuesday. Thank you so much, my friend. That's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend, now a ghost in the dark. Hard part about it, brother. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.